Hey guys, it's Gareth here. Um, podcast not even started yet, and already you have to listen to my monotone voice. Um, so we recorded this episode on Sunday. Um, obviously, a lot of you listeners will know that I'm from Manchester. Um, on Monday, Manchester had a bit of a terror attack. A lot of a terror attack, as it turns out. Um, so... Normally we get the podcast out like a Monday or Tuesday, but I hope you understand why um, I didn't really, wasn't really in a mood to be editing a podcast uh, either of those two days. Um, so I want to apologise for the podcast coming out late, um, but I also want to say, like I mentioned, we did record this on the Sunday. Um, so obviously, you know, we're being quite jovial and our tone is very happy because, you know, we always have a banner and stuff when we do the podcast. Um it's because we were recording it the day before all that stuff went down. So um, I don't remember everything we said in the podcast. If any of it comes off as insensitive because of what's happened, um, it's not deliberate, I promise. Um, I just wanted to put the podcast out as it was, you know, in our small way, we don't want to, we don't want to edit ourselves because some horrible people did a horrible thing. Um, So, Enjoy this week's podcast, and just bear that in mind for this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Game Central podcast, episode 116. And what a great show it's going to be for you this week. We're sorry we weren't there last week, but Dave came to London to do a stag do. And then what stays in London happens in London, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that kind of what, yeah. What happens in London stays in London. So what happens in London there, stays there. Yeah, it, was it just... does stay there. London is the epicentre. And how did it feel to be at the epicentre of England once again? It, it felt good. It did. Yeah. Um, you know, but now... Now that I'm back here up north, I feel, you know, sporadic visits are the best way to visit London. No, they're not. No, so have you, you can know, fully appreciate it. That's what I mean. Have you that. noticed the difference, though, like coming back to London after spending a while away? Um, Elton's changed. Yeah, as the, the, the pavements have got wider. Yeah, the pavements got wider. Now yeah. they're building some sort of cinema up the, not, in the middle. It's not some sort of cinema, it's just a cinema. Um, unfortunately, the pound plan had to go to make way for the cinema. Oh, I don't know. How the hell are people of Elton going to survive without their Poundland? Well, there's a pound saver across the road. Oh, thank God. So, <laughs> thank God. you know, you don't have to worry about it. Isn't um, that always yeah, the case? There's never just one pound shop. There's always no. about three or four within, like, a 100-metre walk from each other. Yeah, exactly. I, that actually was the case in Elton. I think there was about five in the space of probably about half a mile. <laughs> like this. But, you know, that is... It's really a commentary on our uh, sort of economic well-being of the working class nowadays. That yeah. uh, you know we have to go into these places to buy things for one pound, whereas before they probably would about two pound um, in Woolworths. Do you remember Woolworths? Oh yeah, good times. I've always spoke about it before, but um, bless its heart. I hope it comes back one day. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Gareth? Uh, games, work. Uh, that's it. That's fantastic. Did you celebrate the release of Rolf Harris? 
no, I didn't. What? <laughs> I don't keep up with the news. Released, it was released uh, yesterday. He was. Re- didn't he fuck children? He did. Oh. He. Uh, I'm also sure that they um, didn't like a few of his releases. <laughs> I hope they didn't. He didn't tie him down, sport. He didn't. But again, we've done that in a previous episode. Oh yeah, which was absolutely fantastic. I can't remember what it was we were doing, but we based an entire section around Rolf Harris. And he's already out. Just as he was. A... He's already out. He's out now, so you can go and hunt him, Gareth, as a bounty hunter. <laughs> which I would love. Can you tell uh, what it is yet? It's your cock. <laughs> you know? oh. And that's what he... No, he used to do that, Gareth, and it's not a laughing matter. Um, no. It's not a laughing matter. Um, and we hope that he gets hung from the nearest tree by a hate mob. <clears throat> so what have you been doing this week, Dave? Uh, catching up on the games that I didn't play last weekend. Uh, and again, work. And I fixed the tap that was leaking in my bathroom. Really exciting stuff. That's really good. And was it the washer? It was, uh, yeah, actually. It was the sealant around the... Um... You say that, but you mounted a TV as well on the wall. Oh, I did mount a TV, yeah. Yeah. did mount a TV in my mate's house. Exactly. Did you mount anything else in his house? Um, no. Um, That's actually no. fantastic. How big was the TV? Uh, 42. Inches. No, anything below 50 now, it's not good. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you clarified inches. Yeah. Well, so unless there was like feet. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> 42 foot? That's like the square inch of my wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was It was actually a hell of a lot harder than I first anticipated because um, my mate didn't have a great drill and no. decided to... <laughs> And decided to hang a TV up on the yeah. chimney breast, which is by far the thickest brick. Yeah, um, it is. So, yeah. Rob, you'll be happy to know that I was drilling for quite a while. Oh, yes. But what sort of a man is he if he has to get you around to do his hot DIY? Well, it's a woman. That's why. Oh, oh God. Here we go again. Don't tell me she likes other women. Yeah, it's that, mate. It's that, that lizard, mate. mate. <laughs> oh. Why are you doing something for a woman that you can't possibly get anything out of? Because me and Laura came around for dinner. What, and she said, Dave, put the TV up while we have dinner? No, no. Dinner was the reward. TV. Putting the telly up. <laughs> dinner it was, was a nice TV. social event. <laughs> it was, so you on the HDMI sort of Home of a... Samurai doing odd jobs for food. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice social occasion. We're chatting, having fun. Yeah. And then putting up some t- television, she cooked the zang. Putting up some nice. televisions. You said it was yeah. one. No, putting up a telly. Uh, yeah. Had a bit of lasagna, had a few drinks, had a. F- oh, had a wow. had some fun. Here it goes. It's getting And then um, when I. And Laura didn't want to experiment. Um, sadly, that didn't come up in conversation. <laughs> so it's you. I didn't uh, hang around. I don't hang around with lesbians yet and hope for a fucking freezing, Rob. I'm not like. What's you. wrong with you? Your mind's completely warped. <laughs> My mind's warped. So it was, you, it was the three of you. It was, yeah, just the three of us. Oh my God. This is tragic. <laughs> she obviously wants something. She doesn't, does she? Of course she does. If she's inviting you two around and she said she'll give you something to eat, wink, wink. <laughs> 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 They're probably both sitting there giving off all these signals. <laughs> 
and you're just not getting it. I'm just too busy just putting up a fucking telly. Oh, Dave, I bet they is, were is it? Why you're in the te- in Dave, the front room? Dave, is it well hung yet? <laughs> it is. <laughs> is and I'm like, yeah, I'm just drilling it in now, and then it's just like, oh, and I'm just not getting oh. it. <laughs> I'm just going fucking stop moaning. <laughs> Dave, we've run out of stuff in, and just stuff like that. And- you know, that's fine. If you Do you want extra cheese in the lasagna? Oh, you know, right. was... That's not natural. That's yeah. not natural. Keep that to yourself. That's probably what she said as well. Uh, but anyway, what are we here for? We're not talking about chimney breasts, are we, Dave? No. We are that... talking about games no. and how terrible they can be. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We've got the news, haven't we? We've got the news with Gareth. Uh, Gareth's going to do some more news stories. We only had one a fortnight ago, which was absolutely pathetic. Um, I've heard rumours, Rob, yeah, that we might have nine today. Nine? A that possibility. Is a that is a rumour. Uh, no, but that's a rumour. Yeah. yeah, that's a rumour. Uh, and then we'll be going on with what we've been playing, and I've been playing a really pointless game <laughs> that has tested me to the limits of my sanity, and I'll be sharing that with you. Dave, give us a little bit, bit of a teaser, put the tip in, and tell us what you've, uh, what you've been playing this week. Uh, I've been playing a new uh, MOBA. Um, that's really good. Free-to-play game that has recently come out called Paladins. Brilliant. So That's I'll be chatting really about teasing, that later. That's just um just telling us what it is. Uh Gareth? Hmm. Tease us. Uh I I'll be honest, I've not been Gareth can't that tease. this week. So, so he's probably just going to be playing his PC game, isn't he? Let's be honest. That's, that's gonna be honest. At least you're being honest, Gareth. But before all of that even begins you know, you're probably sitting there with a wad of cash in your pocket, burning a hole in your pocket, literally. And you're thinking, what do I do with it? I've waited two weeks to spend this. And because Dave hasn't told me what deals are going on, <laughs> I literally haven't been able to buy anything. Well, fret not. Here is Dave with a double dose, a rollover of this week's Ellery Ip cash in the gash. Go, Dave. <laughs> So here we go, it's the man that's got all of the deals, two for one, he could have had a deal the other day but he didn't take it, but Dave, what are the deals for this week's console gaming? So you're going to start with the Xbox One today? Indeed I am, and I'm not starting on the Xbox One store for once, because as I've been moaning for the past couple of episodes, it's crap. Um, So I decided to shop around on some other websites and I stumbled. No, sadly not. Not this time. Uh, stumbled upon a website called Base.com. Um, yeah. Decent website, actually. Uh, and very good deals. Um, Is it B-A-S-S or B-A-S-E? B-A-S-E. Oh, I hate that base. Yeah. Yeah. That base, as in the base of all knowledge, rather than... Base of your that's got, And rather than that's got a banging base yeah. on that tune. Um, so we've got... Uh, game of the Year edition of Shadow of Mordor, which was an amazing game when I played it. it was... I liked it. Did you like it? Did you actually enjoy a game, Rob? Yeah, no, no, I did enjoy it. I particularly enjoyed the Nemesis system, exactly. which hasn't really been copied yet. No, it hasn't. Uh, you can get that for £12.50. 
which is a really good deal. Uh, you can also get um, slightly more modern releases such as Halo Wars 2 for £19.50 and Gears of War 4, which I thoroughly enjoy playing um, cooperative with my brother, uh, for £16. So Ooh. base.com is quite good there. Um, Gareth, for you as well, because I thought I might as well. Um, I might as well just have a look to see what they... what. What deals they've got on the Nintendo Switch games, and you'll be happy to know that Mario Kart Deluxe 8 is £41. Wow. Wow. Super deal. Uh, you can also get two Telltale games, so the Guardian of the Galaxy, this is for the Nintendo Switch, and the Batman Telltale games, both for £22.85p. So here's Rob saying that you don't have good games to play, mate, and I've just proven there. You've got three banging deals. They are banging deals. Bang. You know, um, you know, if you were to, I don't know, buy those games separately on other consoles, it'll probably come in a lot cheaper. It'll probably come in probably around about the £15 mark. Um, <laughs> moving on to um, PlayStation 4. Uh, currently, they have got Mad Max. Uh, oh, what a game! Huge saving. Not generally, is that sarcasm? I haven't no, played it. No, it's a good game. It's a good game. Okay, I haven't it's played it. It's in that realm. You know that realm of, you know, a little bit more love or a bigger publisher it could have been one of those games it's made by um, Warner Bros mm. um, the same it could be the same studio that did uh, Shadow of Mordor but it's really got that feeling about it where it's just below AAA um, so it's probably double A or A plus yeah um, <laughs> A plus plus <laughs> yeah so that's, that's what I'm saying it's a really good game if you like those sorts of games where it's not sort of overly it's not an all-time classic but then again it's not shit or even medium yeah it's, it, it's a great game it's a good game solid well you can get that on the playstation um, store for ps4 for a tenner 10 pounds wow. so a massive 40 pound saving on that yeah um you've also got classics like heavy rain that's for 10 pounds as well and that's the playstation 4 um so i think that's the one with the improved graphics rob doesn't like it but i've heard it's quite good uh you can get a double pack so a metal gear solid 5 you could have uh, had a double pack the other day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um metal gear solid 5 so you get the phantom pain which is technically the full game and ground zeros which is the demo for 11 pounds total Whoa. which i think is a horrendously cheap price Fucking hell. no listen <laughs> i don't know what phantom pain thinks it's up to because you can get that game for 7.99 yeah it's so Are cheap really? it's absolutely ridiculous yeah but how like how did it go from that point to that point? like seriously yeah it was it's never been on any of my sales lists like i'm a massive metal gear fan if i could find that for under a 10 i would have told everyone about it so have i haven't played seen... it yeah i completed it good Obviously, um, it, it had a bit of a shit ending. Humongous um, cliffhanger, which I don't think will ever be resolved, which pisses no. me off. <laughs> so, but, but the thing is, uh, for seven ninety nine, you wouldn't really care. No, that's it. Actually, it is a freaking amazing game. If, uh, if I had seven ninety nine, I'd a prostitute paid seven ninety nine. As long as we had a good time, I wouldn't care if she didn't finish me off. <laughs> it's seven ninety nine, isn't it? What, what, what? You can't even get a Big Mac meal. Not that I would. I'm vegetarian. Rob with these completely family friendly um, comparisons there. So yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid so 5, I'm going to call it the complete experience for £11. Um, and then you've got games um, XCON 2 um, for £20 as well. And as always on the PlayStation Store, there's about 
another 17 pages worth of DLC for um, bits and bobs um, that is worth a look. Um, Steam have got a Call of Duty salon at the minute, so I've picked out that they've got Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2 uh, for £10 each. But it oh, goes... is that good? It's quite good, actually, because I think the Modern Warfare 1 is the HD edition, so it's a new one. Is it? I think so. I, didn't think, I thought Modern Call of Duty 4. Oh, do you mean Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare? Yeah, Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's why then. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Not, yeah. not Advanced Warfare. Yeah, not Advanced Warfare. Oh, it just gets confusing now. Yes, this is it. So, God 4 and Modern Warfare 2, both that's £10 it. each. You can also get um, everything from Black Ops. They've got sales for Black Ops 1, 2, and 3 as well as the Advanced Warfare collection as well, but all varying different prices, all cheap. Um, Wolfenstein New Order, you can get for £5. And then one of my personal favourite series, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, which is like the Dragon Ball beat-em-up games, which are hilariously fun to play. You can get that half price at £20 on Steam. So that's definitely worth purchase if you like oh, Dragon Ball Z and flying around pretending that you're God and smashing through boulders and shit. It's absolutely hilariously fun. So, um, yeah, that's it for me. I'd and, probably uh, say... Sorry, no. Dave, can I just set this up for you? Oh, yeah, go. <clears throat> so, Wolf Harris has obviously been released from prison after two years behind mm-hmm. bars. He comes up to you and goes, G'day, Dave. I'm uh, thinking of going into uh, logging on to the PSM store tonight uh, what game could you recommend that I play and I'd probably say I'd probably access the vault and yeah. uh, the first one that you'll see straight in front of your face would be the Metal Gear Solid 5 complete collection for That's £11 pounds. and he'd be happy with that he'll be more than happy because it will take him at least you know 80 hours to complete that and that's 80 hours of child suffering pre-time that 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 he will be distracted for, so yeah. everyone can run. Not just run, but you know, move away. Yeah, move away. Just, just right, then. leave him in the woods. No, he would know, Dave. He'd know if you'd moved into the woods because he'd oh, lose I don't think he would. The game's that good. Yeah, the game is that good. You can probably airlift his house into like uh, a woodland, like somewhere in Russia, and he probably wouldn't even notice. Why Russia? Because it's a lot of barren wasteland. It's the first country that came to my head that was big enough to hold him. Why not just back to his own country? Uh, because he'll want to go back there. He's Australian. Yeah. He likes the heat. Put him somewhere where it's cold. Yeah, the bastard. There we go. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Well, there we go. Dave's got that sorted out. That's some lovely. And if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 5, it's not the same as the others where people just talk for hours and then you press a button and then people talk for another hour. <laughs> it is actually quite a good game, isn't it, Gareth? It was my favourite game of that year. Brilliant. Uh, so, until next week, Dave, thank you very much. And I'm sure there's going to be a few wads released uh, to your suggestions. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to the release of everyone's wad. Before we start with the news, just want to put out a public service announcement. Um, obviously, with Comic-Con coming up at the Excel Centre in London, I do live about, what would you say, Dave, 30 minutes away? Yeah, about that. 
So if there's any girls, like cosplay groups or anything like that, that want to come and stay somewhere rent-free, won't even charge, um, I've probably got enough room for five. If people want to sleep on the floor, 50. You know, but they have to be female. Um, and I think that's the only... Um, no Pikachu girls or anything like that, or Naruto. I'm talking just basic Actual. series. But if you message me what you're going to be dressing up as, I'll tell you yes or no. Um, because I don't want them silly girls that start screaming and singing J-pop songs and things like that. Um, you know, it's quite clean. I've cleaned up today. It's very nice. Um, put my pants on to wash. I've got food in the cupboards and things like that. I've got a little pug. Um, he's very friendly. Um, and yeah, like I say, free accommodation. Um, my girlfriend's away, so it's just me on my own. And uh, I'm fairly safe. <laughs> so um, if if you want somewhere free to stay uh, with a nice guy, um, you don't have to pay anything, please. You've mentioned that many times. Uh, you don't. It's it's completely free. Like there's no hidden charges. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to ask you to do things just out of the blue. <laughs> it is just what you see is what you get. It's somewhere free to stay because I'm that kind of guy. Right? I'm free. I'm open to all. I'm. Uh, I'm just want people to enjoy themselves. But again, no guys because I don't get on with guys. I've tried to live with two guys that were my friends, and now we don't speak because we just clash. Um, so there you go. Really nice there, and obviously the Manchester Comic Con and the Birmingham Comic Con. Dave and Gareth also would offer the same service because that's the kind of guys we are. So anyway, mm. on to the news now. Huh. Gareth, come on. What, me? You've got room for at least one person in your bed. Yeah, but I don't want them in there. <laughs> I don't want them in there. <laughs> I don't want them there. <laughs> You'd be scared. You'd be sulking in the corner. There's some girls in my bed. Right, so the news, Gareth. Um, the Mass Effect series has been put on hold, which I think is good, because I think Mass Andromeda, if Mass Effect Andromeda was kind of like a, a squeak fart, like when it released, it, it didn't even create any sort of buzz or any sort of sound. It was kind of just like a sorrowful far into the wind that no one ever hears and no one ever took any notice of. Is that a question? Or... A bit of both. <laughs> um, I am pretty sad about the news that they'll be not making any Mass Effects for a while because I really enjoyed Andromeda. But I just think people presume that games are going to go on to spawn trilogies and stuff now. I mean, the intent was definitely for them to keep making more Mass Effect Andromeda games, because the ending of the game definitely points towards more shit going down yeah. in that galaxy. Um, it just probably will be a long time before I'll we... I'll tell you what, it. make it more popular, just take the M away. And I'll tell you what, people would buy that shit. Mass Effect Androida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you'd buy that, wouldn't you, Dave? Um, probably not. Brilliant. Uh, Far Cry 5 <laughs> is officially coming next year. It's quite hard to get excited about Far Cry anymore. I remember I played Far Cry 2. I was so excited about Far Cry 3. Um, but now I think Far Cry has kind of lost its identity. 
I think it needed to in order to maintain the freshness because Far Cry 4 was kind of like a retread of Far Cry 3. So yeah. I think they needed to get away from it. But at the same time, I don't really see what they can do, especially Ubisoft, who are so set in their ways, what they can do to actually freshen up the series. Dave? Yeah, it it feels like... Yeah. Far Cry is going the same way that Assassin's Creed has gone, isn't it? Yeah. Is that they changed the era... They change the main character. But fundamentally, it's the exact same game. Oh, yeah. here's all the... What's the name? The bases that you need to take over. Here's all the radio towers that you need to um, destroy. You can craft. You can like gather diamonds and buy new upgrades. Yeah. But apart from that... like Everyone's got so used to it that in Far Cry 3, when you could kill an animal and use its... Yeah you know, hind to, like, build a bag, you went, oh, this is amazing. Now there's been three games where you can do that. That's the first thing that anyone focuses on. They yeah. just ride around the whole map, get every single um, tower, they kill every animal known to man, <laughs> yeah. craft everything, <laughs> and now now let's tackle the game. Yeah, because it's more systematic. Like, You're not doing it naturally. Everyone... you just like, okay, I'm going to go and do this, this, and this. Because, because it, it becomes a bugbear. Like, if yeah. I'm... You know, in Far Cry 4, like you said, it was like a repeat of Far Cry 3. So for me, I knew that I'm going to need, like, this ammo pouch later on. So I went, yeah. I can't be bothered to start a mission, to get into the mission, to realise that I don't have the correct ammo pouch, die, then go craft it. It's like, I know, I, I don't want that stop, start, you know, crap all over again. So let's just do it. Let's just, you know, craft everything. And like you said, it becomes so systematic that everybody gets used to it so yes there's a new Far Cry game coming out it, it's always been very well written it's always been very well acted but yeah. you know can it offer anything new probably not judging from their history you know they no. they keep throwing out Assassin's Creed's game it's got so boring that the only way that they can make it interesting was make it into pirates and or take went, away the inn at the end <laughs> Ask, 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 just ask, Creed. Yeah. Well, let's buy that. The, <laughs> there's a rumor that this next Far Cry game is going to be a spaghetti western. But then, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, is that when you hear this is the difference, isn't it? When you hear that Ubisoft is releasing um, a new Far Cry, a Far Cry game, everyone goes, "Oh, but it's going to be the same." Like you know. Rockstar Games have been releasing GTA and not once has anyone went, oh, it's just going to feel like the same game because they're confident mm -hmm. that it's not going to. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out and everyone's buzzing for it because it's not going to feel like Red Dead Redemption even though it's probably set in the exact same world. Yeah, you and know, I mean... It's um, going to feel with... different. Different things are going to happen in the game. It's going to feel like you've actually purchased a different game rather than a reskin of Far Cry 4. Right. We feel that this Far Cry 5 will be. It doesn't matter if it's a Western. You'll still be hunting, I don't know, coyote or lizard. Armadillo. Or armadillo. Any, what other animals are there? Indians. Wolves. Gareth, yeah. you can't say this, that. This is historically accurate. They're not animals, though, are they? Fucking hell. Well, this I is the problem, Gareth, because they saw them as animals. All right, And you're just bringing that back. And the thing is, you'll have to do it to get guns. What would you be climbing, though, Dave? Windmills. Oh, I reckon. No, oil. I reckon, yeah, if it's Getty <laughs> yeah. Webson, there'll be oil fucking um, drills that you got to climb. Yeah. 
<laughs> or you know, if you're doing it from the behalf of an Indian, flag smoke signals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did they do in um, Primal? Um, um, I didn't play it. I think it was smoke signals. Yeah. Or something. yeah it was like, you had to light. You had to light uh, beacons. Uh, beacons. So yeah, probably something like that. Like go yeah. there, like unlock a train stop or something. If they're doing the Great Frontier, you know, whatever. But God, um, it's so fucking boring already. But that's it. It sounds fucking dry, doesn't it? it just yeah. Doesn't... I'm like, again, the story well, is fantastic, but it's not going to be the main focus of the game. And that's my point. In a Far Cry game, although the story is always engaging, I always enjoy playing the story mode. It it never lasts long enough. And I spend 95% of my time killing animals and capturing bases and being bored. Because once you figure out how to catch one base, yeah. you're like, oh, well, there's no point in me challenging myself. It's not like I'm going to get anything. And this is why I said that. I always not argue with the achievements. You argue with achievements? No, no, I'm saying, like, achievements have gone downhill. Like, the point in achievements was to encourage gamers to try something new. Yeah. So Far Cry 4, for example, should have forced gamers into taking over a compound in like 10 different ways yeah. like you know this base take them down knives only take them down pistols only you know make sure that you're you use an animal to take this one down and they yeah. did about they did about two i think you had to kill someone without being noticed like take over a whole base without being noticed and you had to release every type of animal that is caged i bet you did but I said, you know, they that's how they should make it more interesting. Like if it's boring, if your if your game is stuck in a rut and you know that the players are just gonna find a loophole and exploit it, yeah. then you should encourage them by giving them a small trophy to you know, or an unlockable. Anything. Exactly. You know? Right. So, um talking about a game that rewards you. I don't know if it does, but I remember playing it a while back and the gameplay was certainly enjoyable is Vanquish. Which has finally seen a PC release. I wouldn't mind having it on Xbox One remastered. No, I bet you wouldn't. Exactly. And, um, I mean, it, it was such a good game and I really enjoyed it. And I've got a Sam Gideon action figure from Play Arts Kai, which is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was just pure gameplay and pure challenge and pure difficulty, which Dark Souls really isn't. <laughs> and Bloodborne and Neo and all those kind of games. That think they're challenging, they're not. I mean, if you want to talk about the complete opposite of what you were just saying about Far Cry, yeah. fucking Vanquish is just non-stop action, never gets boring. Precisely. Fucking awesome. You can slide around the ground on rocket legs, which yeah. sounds terrible, but is actually amazing. Made by Shinji Mikami, maker of Resident Evil 4, what else fucking God want? Hand, yeah. Resident Evil I remember Evil playing it the first time, um... Rob, I think I might have been around your house, actually. Um, Could have been. Um, and I was like, so used to like taking cover that I was actually dying more often. And then Rob was yeah. like, no, 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 no. You don't take cover in this game. You literally just take slide around everywhere and you just take the fight to every enemy. Oh, there's a sniper up there. No, no don't try and hide cover. Like, run up the wall and stab him in the neck. <laughs> and, yeah. You know. So it is a, it's great. You know. So, yeah. Good times. If only it comes to next gen consoles as well. I hope it does. In four days, twenty fifth of May. Oh yes. Um, Hitman season two in doubt of Square Enix drops dev, which is great news. Um, that is great news. That's upsetting. Well, let's be honest. They tried to be really smarty bollocks, 
with their last game, didn't they? And we've gone into depth about how angry it made me. And in a way, I feel justified. And I like to think that Square Enix listened to the podcast. They said, can you, I'm not going to do the voice. Um, (laughs) This guy's right. We drop them (laughs) fast. Jesus. Okay. I didn't do the accent. I know. You were. Oh, it's not racist. You're on the edge. You were close though, weren't you? Um, no, I'm not like for me because obviously I'm a massive fan. So for the next season to have a delay, then again, Square Enix dropping them doesn't mean that another developer won't pick them up. So fingers crossed that someone else picks them up. But they um, go back to the way they were. Well, that's not going to happen, is it? Because this system works and it makes no, money. No, it doesn't. Did it? It did oh, it make made money. money. It works. It's brilliant. Oh, let's drop them. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, yeah, you got a point there. <laughs> Thank you. <for> <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, 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 you do have a point. Uh, but yeah, right. don't worry about it, everyone. Just play um, Blood Money. What? <laughs> what kind of preposterous <laughs> thing to say is that? Thank you very Play much. the HD collection on 360. It's back. No, don't. That'll do. Don't Hit, play that. Hitman season two not happening would be a fucking tragedy. It would. Like, right. You know, even if they just release it on one disc, they don't bother. Like you know, they don't bother with the episodic, you know, release dates. If they just make it, release it as one game, it'll be like it deserves a season two. That's what I'm saying. It does, but instead oh. what we're going to get is Hitman Go 2, and that's it, for about six years. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Fuck you, Rob. This is all your fault. Yeah, fuck you, Rob, and your opinions that people obviously listen to. They all listen to them. That's the whole point. In opinions, everyone's got one, but only mine counts. That's what they say, isn't it? That's that saying, yeah. Uh, talking about... Oh, even just looking at the name <laughs> makes me feel sick. <laughs> game launches £36 elite annual reward scheme do you remember Dave back in the days of Game Station when we got yeah. them elite cards do you remember those yeah the trading cards yeah you know so oh. you get a reward instead of going to those competitors you can trade your games in here and then you can get you know pretty much nectar points and spend yeah. them in store uh, they're beneficial um but now, what's this? Spend £36 yeah. a month. No, a year. It's a year. A year. But still, give me £36 up front, and I will promise you up to five times more reward points. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like, to me, like, so I'm just reading the maths, and they're saying is that customers would need to buy eight £50 games in the space of 12 months. That's weird. Just to get the cost of the membership back. But then surely, if you're someone like me, I can spend a lot less than that, plus the £36 over the year, by just waiting. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know see the benefit. I don't know what happened. I don't know who runs it. Um, but something's gone terribly wrong somewhere. They're not going to last too much longer. Um but yeah, it's just it's a terrible company, and even going in there now, you kind of have to stealth your way around so one of the idiots don't apprehend you. <laughs> and it's true, isn't it? You you feel like ah, oh, 
you look around and you're like, there's three members of staff on the in the shop floor. You know, how can I make my way to look at something without them stopping me and asking me what I need with their dyed hair? Yeah, there's a, and, yeah. You know, their ears. yeah, with their purple, you know, tie dye, yeah. and they're <laughs> going, well, can I help you? Yeah, actually, yesterday I went shopping. I um, walked into game reluctantly, all because I I, I wanted to. Um, well, pretty much Michael, my brother, yeah, um, said that he was going to buy Dying Light, and he bought it from Base dot com. Um, mm. It was fil- fourteen pounds in there, and I went well yeah. while, and he told me this whilst I was shopping. So I went well while I'm here, I might as well go to Game and CEX to see how much it is. Tell him to go yeah. listen to that episode of the podcast when we uh, interviewed the composer of the soundtrack for Dying Light. Oh uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think I will actually. Um, so went in there and immediately as soon as I walked through the door they wouldn't even let me even walk towards the Xbox console he was immediately like can I help you? yeah and I said to him how about you let me breathe and look like seriously no you can't help me yet because I don't know if you have it (laughs) okay yeah I don't know if you've got let let me just look you know like immediately like as soon as you walk in can I interest you in the new games? no you cannot no. Okay, because I don't I'll care about myself. New Call of Duty. It's just, oh, like you said, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a horrible place to be. It's and it was like a rainbow. All their hair would dye different colours. It's yes. like, is it, is it mandatory now? You can't work in game unless you've got fucking yellow, blue, red. Like, seriously. These, they all just all look like want to be YouTube personalities. Yeah. Well, like, fucking hell. And, you know, it, it is tragic because you wouldn't ask them for any kind of advice because you don't know what they're telling you. And they say, would you like to insure the disc? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. I just want to buy it and go. <laughs> I want to buy this game and piss off. You know, uh, when I'm not playing the game, I'm using it as a Frisbee. So it's probably a good point to, <laughs> you know, insure it and make sure it doesn't get damaged. Yeah, I give it to my son and he chews on it. Yeah. <laughs> he licks it. Bless their heart. You know, uh, they're trying, they're trying, but it's, it's not going to Yeah, happen. but that's it. To, well, earn, spent... to earn enough points to buy yeah, a new game, <laughs> you would have to spend £900 in it the year. It all makes sense. You but then they said it. as well, they were like, oh, but they also get like current only to elite um, gamers or whatever they're calling it, elite membership owners only. They can get elite membership deals. So you can get like Destiny, the ultimate collection for £20 and £50 Whoa. off a Turtle Beach headphone. But he's, like, you know, you sit there and go, I'm... No, that's not enticing. I've just paid £36. What are you giving me back? Nothing. Exactly. Bloody scum. Scum. Uh, But Game Station was fantastic. Game Station was better. It stank. Oh, yeah. But so did That's how you know. Yeah, that's what what I'm saying. It's it's like, game doesn't stink. (laughs) You're not working hard enough if this shop doesn't smell of B.O. Exactly. (laughs) It needs to because the thing is, the staff don't have time to wash because you're either playing games or you're at work. (laughs) Fucking lightweight. (laughs) Good good games. Smelly games. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really nice. (laughs) You could do that out the front. That would be nice. (laughs) <laughs> Come in here, it stinks. We work hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Netflix making TV series based on Witcher video. Uh, oh, go on, oh. tell us how good The Witcher is, Rob. Tell me how I should play it right now. And just I'm not even going to tell off. you how you should play it. Like you not playing it, the only person you're affecting in your life is yourself. <laughs> you know, and that, and I think that's the problem. Dave, you played it, right? Yes, it's good, isn't it? It is very good. Actually. Better than Skyrim. Yes. Yes. Personally. I, yeah. I I was but I think personally for me it's the combat which I find better than Skyrim yeah um, it takes a while it feels weird at first but precisely but once you get the parry and sorted yeah exactly um, and the story's excellent I'll be honest I haven't completed it I need to sit down and play it again it's weird but um, yeah I'm just looking at this yeah. now just thinking god I need to play this game again seemingly you've been playing Sherlock Holmes and shit like that <laughs> Yeah, just then it's it's because um, funny story. I left the disc at in London. That's not that funny. <laughs> no, so it's only recently that I've got the disc back, so I could play it. That's funny. <laughs> Hence why <laughs> I was playing so many Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, but I just kept forgetting. You buddy log. <laughs> I just kept forgetting until literally again, my little brother just said to me, "Are you actually going to take your whisk, your oh, witch yeah. disc home now? Your whisk, Dave. <laughs> no, take your whisk." <laughs> Take your fucking whisk and fill up with it being in my Xbox. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether they could make a Witcher TV series without it being porn, if I'm honest. Yeah. Like, or know. a poor man's Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, quite literally. Um, yeah, but, you know, give them a chance, Dave. Netflix is bringing out the series. It depends who plays it. It depends whether they're going to do a quote-unquote original script based on the world of the Witcher. Yeah, which Um, in itself was a book to start with. Precisely. So it's... We'll see what happens. We'll see who gets cast. Once I see who gets cast, depends whether I get excited or not. Um, Do you know what would be really good? Mm -hmm. You know they have that, like, fake card game? Gwent? Yeah. It'd be good yeah. if it was like a Yu-Gi-Oh type show where it's actually just about Gwent tournaments, <laughs> but it's called like no. The Witcher, Exiles of, of Hell. And it's just about yeah, cat games like in a super, pub. Super overdone anime characters where they like just go like, Gwent is my life. Yeah. I've well, Gwent has been released as a standalone game, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it is sad. It's so addictive though. This is the thing. Yeah. I have actually spent a majority of my time playing Witcher 3 on Gwent. Dave, is it the best game within a game? Ooh. We could do a, we could do a section on that, couldn't we? I guess my so. Favorite yeah, I'll game... have to do a bit of research because I'm, yeah. none can spring to mind apart from Gwent and like, you know, the mini games in Grand Theft Auto. Like, I loved art. horse racing in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas when you go into the betting shops. <laughs> I actually love that. That's what about Chocobo game. Racing in Final Fantasy VII? There you go. That's a game within a game. Gareth, tell us about a game within a game. Uh, also, Final Fantasy VII, the snowboarding bit where you snowboard against a Yeti. Yes, but what is a that weird a game, game or just a part of the game? No. Uh, oh. hmm. Was it a kind of standalone thing? I don't know if you could repeat it. Is it something you could go back to? It's not, it's not like Uncharted 2. Oh, my favourite bit there was the game where you were in a on a train. Thank you. Right, I'm getting tired now. 
Yeah, I've had my lunch because I kept eat, I kept cleaning, and I had taramasalata this morning for breakfast. Yeah, about nine. What the hell? Yeah. I know, and then I've gone all the way through without having my lunch. What, what a hero! No, no. Uh, Life is strange is getting a sequel. Um, did anyone play Life is Strange? No. I'll be honest, I didn't. My friends did, and they said it was quite good. Everyone, um, what a great game! This is it. I just—it's kind of one of those games that I recognise and haven't had any motivation to play it. I suppose it's because it's girls, and it just looks like they're just moaning. Don't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. No, but all the trailers I see—that's—it's just that's what it looks like. Just women moaning and talking about how hard they're like. Even the screenshot we've got here, Gareth, looks like two or teens. All oh, my life so hard. Yeah, and one's got fucking blue hair as well, so yeah. right in your hate zone. <laughs> I think they're just everything that I hate is contained within that game. <laughs> and everyone yeah. at game will recommend it to you, so yeah. <laughs> that's probably why I haven't bought it. Yeah, so that would probably be their Maybe game. Maybe you'll like the sequel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I might yeah, give it a bash. Hey. Oh, there's Destiny 2. Oh, don't worry about that. Bond's okay. not here. Good. <laughs> Yeah, no one cares. He's probably <laughs> masturbating over it as we're talking. <laughs> Every time you say Destiny 2, it just... I don't know. I think it just goes into a consciousness of all those people that play it. And a fairy dies or something. <laughs> but HTC Vibes, VR headset, just become way more affordable. So is this the one you use on the PC, Gareth? Yeah, this is the yeah. one made by HTC and Valve. Um, yeah. And it has its own little controllers and it has... The two lighthouses, which you put in the corner of the room, and then you can walk around the room, and it senses where you are in the room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, pricey. It's, it's meant to be the most complete, or that's their selling point, isn't it? The most complete VR, you know, kit, because you can actually walk. You've got like, you know, like Gail said, you've got the scope. But the downside to that is, is that you need a room. You need literally a, a bedroom, which has yeah. no furniture in it to house this thing. Um, so again making it more affordable makes it more competitive I guess and because if I'm honest a lot of people just the people I talk to who are actually into VR Hmm. um, have said that they weren't they never considered HTC as a viable option Um, it was always Oculus or PS4 like you know they were the only two options that they would even think of so obviously HTC and Valve and Fault well, we need to really become competitive because it is super expensive. Is it a show of desperation or a good business decision? I what think it's it? a, I think it's a better business decision because then at least if they if they sell more units, they can get better, you know, contracts for games and you know, obviously have the figures to prove that this is going to go forward. Like we can develop it now because yeah. we're selling units. Um, someone looking at it saying, oh, it's £35 a month. That's the same amount that I pay for my phone. So I could actually uh, afford justify that, yeah. justify it. But again, the only downside then would be, do I have a room large enough or do I have a space large enough in my room or living yeah. room to house it? Because there's a lot of wires as well. None of it's wireless. No. You know, you've got to run those wires all around your <laughs> the room back to your PC. Yeah, it's a lot of effort. It sounds like so the PC that's able to run these games. Precisely, to get, like yeah, big effort. 
It's a big commitment for the. But I think VR is a big commitment in my eyes. Mm. So you know, PS4 is the only one that has kind of done it where you can do VR or obviously the Samsung Gear, for example. But you know, that's quite limited. Um, even the Oculus is quite a. You know, you need a good running PC. You need a decent size space. You need, you know, it's a commitment. So I think VR as a whole is a commitment. But for those people buying it, I think this would, you know, appeal to them. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't, I'm still yeah. not interested in VR. I'd probably only try it if someone, you know, gave me a but full trial. But have you tried it? No, I haven't. Gareth, have you tried it? I have. Uh, I've had a But is virtual... it something that when you try it, you're like, fuck me, I need this? Um, I, I don't feel like I need it because I get so, like, terrified when I'm in there. Um, my worry is that like I'll have it on and then someone will come into my house in real life and kill me. And well, I'll it's never Manchester, so probably would happen. <laughs> but like it, you try it once and you buy into it because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's fucking mental. Like my computer can run VR just fine, but I haven't bought a headset for it because it's just too much. You're money. a pussy. But if someone said to me, "Here is a VR headset for free," I would use it fucking daily i wouldn't know what day it was half the time <laughs> i wouldn't know when i was in and when i was out i'd be yeah. watching vr porn every night it'd be fucking mental is it is it ready yet vr porn no Fuck it's a bit sake. like your head's inside a fishbowl and the porn's projected onto the inside of it it's really weird yeah no that's not good enough i want to be actually looking at it going in <laughs> in a sort of 360 degrees you can proper look everywhere. I don't mean like touch them or anything like that. I'm talking about a scene going on on a sofa and you can kind of just walk around and look at it from every angle. It's going to be hard to do, but that's the only time... It won't be impossible be because for them to do something like that, they would need cameras in every single position to record every view. Yeah. So unless you walk around and you see the camera recording the other view in which you've just seen it from, it'll completely spoil the immersion. <laughs> Oh, do you get immersed in porn, Dave? Uh, I guess not. No. Mm. You don't really... I just... I don't... Something like porn has to come along. Porn what, has what? saved so many industries. <laughs> Every single fucking... <laughs> Actually, yeah, you got a point. It has. <laughs> DVDs, video... Uh, it's kept so many industries afloat. The internet. The, the internet, you know. It's just stuff like that. The internet wasn't... But as soon as you could fucking get internet into your home, everyone wanted it. Everyone wanted it. As soon as you can get porn piped into a PC, everyone wanted it. You know? Very true. If I can sit there and watch in three-dimensional porn, women just walking around my house. <laughs> hey, we'd all just do a... it. Nah, probably. Yeah. It'd be awkward when the missus comes on, though, and your fucking headset. <laughs> your fucking headset? <laughs> I don't no, think you're fucking, you're fucking no one with a headset on. No. But it's not cheating. <laughs> no, but it's still weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's natural. Sex is natural. <sighs> anyway, recently, you've just been turning everything into erotica. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. It's a skill. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you mark my words, as soon as virtuality porn comes along, everyone will get it. I'll get it. Fucking headsets sell, like, you know, <laughs> fucking yeah. hotcakes. 
but you know, and Japan, they haven't even started. And they're the ones that normally start this kind of stuff with a schoolgirl in the corner crying. <laughs> you know, and you can walk around her and pick outfits for her and hand them to her. And she'll cry and put them on. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to Ralph Harris's VR. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be quite good with his voice over. That'd be really nice. <laughs> but you can't do it these days. But that was the news for this week, Dave. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you, Gareth, for getting all the stories for us. It's all right. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video game music segment. Uh, like the bit I did right at the start of the podcast, I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening uh, after uh, the events of Monday night in Manchester. Uh, so I'm not feeling uh, not feeling great still, but you know, uh, feeling a little better each day. Um, and as such, I wanted to play a piece of music um, that is just happy, that's epic, that you listen to and it just makes you feel better. Um, and I have picked, let me just click here, yes that's it, uh, I want. you'll know I want to click when I have to pronounce it, um, from Civilization 6, the song I've picked is so- Sonio Di Volare, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right, probably not, uh, composed by Christopher Tin, uh, you'll probably understand why the second you hear <laughs> the first note, uh, it's just really uplifting and hopeful, and I feel like we just kind of need as much of that as we can right now, so from the soundtrack to Civilization 6, composed by Christopher Tin, this is Sonio Divalare.
So th- that was a lovely piece of music, Gareth. Can you just play the music that I wanted, even if you play it for 10 seconds, just to give people a taste? Is it that same music? You've not changed your taste in the last no. few weeks. It is Mick and Max Global Gladiators uh, menu theme. Are you, are you, are you ready? Are you ready? Awesome! Yeah! Thank you. Alright, good. <laughs> um, go. But, Gareth, what made you choose that song? Um, well, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, how could you, you know, so that's, how could you that's not? why, so that's why. Yeah. That was hip-hop in the early 90s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. It was beautiful, but before... Before we even spoke about music, we played games. Dave, you played games this week, haven't you? I have indeed. You have. I've played a new game as well. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, mainly oh. because it was free. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said earlier, I've actually bought um, Dying Light. So probably next time we speak, and I'll be talking about that. Anyway, uh, this week I've been playing Paladins, which is in beta at the minute. On Xbox One and PC. I'm going to guess it's on PlayStation 4 as well, although I haven't checked. Uh, but it's a MOBA, which is a multiplayer online battle arena. It is. Um, similar to that of Overwatch. Now, my friend, literally, as soon as he played it, was like, this is an Overwatch clone. Um, and I'm just going to have to agree with him on it, because I've never played Overwatch. I've never really felt the need to play a MOBA ever um, but because this one was free I thought I'd give it a bash and it's really good actually um, general gameplay is quite simplistic uh, two teams of five uh, battle against each other there's like two battles involved so the first um, first battle is getting and confirming the checkpoint once you have confirmed the checkpoint, um, a like package spawns, um, which then you have to push to the. Um, so it's usually a bomb. Okay, you push it to the um, enemy's base. The bomb blows up. You win. Okay, but the match is won on a point system. So you get a point for. Um, you get a point for gaining possession of the checkpoint. And then you get a point for winning the game. So maximum two points, but then you also get a point for successfully defending. So it does actually can, because of the way it's been formatted, you can get really competitive games where it is literally down to the last checkpoint where each team has got four and whoever, whoever gets the last checkpoint wins. Um, It's really good. You got to work as a team. There's obviously the same classes that you expect from any MOBA if you've ever played it. But if you haven't, you've got like your frontline defensive characters. You've usually got shields, and like can take a hell of a lot of damage. And their job is quite literally to to defend the rest of the teammates. You've got your support classes who heal and give buffs. You've got your um, damage members who deal the most damage but also don't have a lot of defense 
Um, so they rely quite heavily on the frontline players to help them out defensively. And then you've got like flanking people, um, players who they're the type of players who are, in my opinion, extremely annoying because they're like the snipers. They're the speedy people with like, you know, limited damage, but like you can't hit them because they're running around the map like psychopaths. Um, it's really good. It's really well balanced, actually. Um, there's only a couple of characters. It is in beta, but there's a couple of characters which are overused, and it's simply because each character has a special ability. Now, the character that is overused the most is a character called um, Sky. Now, she's a flank character, which means that she's very fast. She doesn't. She's got poison bolts, which deal damage instantly for hitting you, and then deal damage over time which is irritating. She can go invisible and her special ability once she's unlocked it is that she can throw a time bomb and the radius of this time bomb is quite ridiculous and it kills you. It's like a one hit kill. So she can annihilate all five people on the team if they're defending a point instantly if she throws that time bomb. Um, so there is there are a few balancing issues but I'm loving it at, at the moment. Um it's actually made me really interested in playing games like Overwatch. Um, obviously not now, because I feel like I've missed the train on that one. Uh, <laughs> like, that's long past. But, um, yeah, I am actually generally excited to play more MOBAs, like, especially if you've got a team involved. Um, have you ever played any MOBAs, Gareth? I, well, I play League of Legends and Dota, which are actual yeah. MOBAs. Yeah, exactly. Um, all yeah. Elitist. But um, yeah, I no, played the Overwatch beta like a year and a bit ago and hated it. Okay. Um, so I'm curious how, like, are there creep in Paladins? What do you mean? Like, Sorry. are there little computer controlled enemies that you kill just for, like, experience or whatever? No. It is literally like five on five. Um, okay. So you don't... There's, yeah, there's no like, um, like you said, random bots that you kill for experience. Um, you know, you do get... Like the fun... And again, I haven't played Overwatch. So I don't know how much of this is a clone. But after... Um, so when you return back to base, so pretty much after every single time you die, you can buy cards which buff you. Okay. or boost your points depending on how the game is going so for example like i mentioned like the sky character she her main ability is that she can go invisible but there is a card that you can buy an upgrade which illuminates her position or any character that can go invisible so therefore her main strength becomes completely pointless once your whole whole team can see her then you can kill her because she's got hardly any defense if for example they've got say a heavily defensive team so they've got two frontline players yeah you can buy a card which boosts your damage to shields so their shields will either be deactivated if you've got a support character and they can throw a special bomb down and it deactivates their shields or your gun will just shoot through their shields quicker like you can get like health regens and you can really like buff your character so it's better um, yeah there's nothing like that in overwatch yeah, see, so that might be a um, unique selling point for it. But it is, like, as for a free-to-play game, like, all of the characters as well. So you get, like, a selected five players, like, one from each class. 
that you can um, play as. Um, and then each character can be unlocked by either purchasing the Founders Pack, as they call it, for £15, and you unlock them all. You, you can unlock them by buying the in-game currency, which are gems. Or you can unlock it using the coins in which you get for winning, sorry, for winning matches, and they're affordable. Like they're not completely unattainable. It, you know, you you have to win a decent amount of matches before you can buy a new character. But you know, you don't feel the need. Like the characters that they give you, first of all, don't feel so crap that you know. Oh, I can't wait to unlock the new ones. Um, so you get the choice to buy them off. And so for a free-to-play game, they're doing it quite well. They're not forcing it down your throat like you'd expect for a free-to-play hey. game doing it. Um, but it is... I'm enjoying it. Like, you know, the more... The more people you've got on your team, the more you can communicate, the better the, the experience is. Um, is this Phantom Dust? No, this is uh, Paladins, mate. Oh. Um... But yeah, I think the only downside to it would be like on the on the character select screen. So you're you're choosing your character, and if there's so me and my brother are playing, so there's two of us who are talking to each other. There's three other people on your team, and sometimes, and I'm not sure if this is lag between servers or whether like they don't show it instantly until like the last ten seconds, but sometimes it doesn't show what characters they've chosen. So, for example, if I'm a damage character and then three other people have chosen damage as well, you don't have a defensive or support class and then your whole team is screwed. So, you know, I'd only say is that you need to see the characters on your team so that you can appropriately collect, you know, select what character would be best for that setup rather than, you know, hoping that someone's been a support character and then it gets to the last 10 seconds and it's impossible to change. Um, but like I said, I'm enjoying it. At the moment, there's only really one mode. There's about four maps, so it can get boring quite quickly. But again, like I said, it's in beta, so I'm sure more characters, more maps, more unlockables are going to come its way. But, you know, I fully recommend it. If you've never played a mode before on a games console, not a PC, not like those Dota fags. Dota. Not Dota. Oh, sorry, Dota. <laughs> oh, um, sorry, we don't understand. We don't understand nerd talk. Um, yeah. Now, if you've never played a MOBA, I'd fully recommend it. Like like I said, it's it's got me into the... Uh, it's a very passive MOBA from my experience watching other, you know, League of Legends games, for example. You know, there's not a lot to it. League it's quite simplistic. Yeah. It's quite simplistic, is Paladins, but it's a nice gateway into more MOBAs and more games like, like uh, gateway drugs a little bit like gateway drugs but yeah. less harmful or is it I mean I'd rather be on crack than play League of Legends like <laughs> Gareth does seems to oh. harm him a lot more that's just that's just next level thank you but yeah like I said I've been enjoying that and uh, going to be playing that probably for like on and off for the rest of the week and yeah, I'd fully recommend it. Thank you. Okay, on it. Thank you, Dave. Um, obviously, what I've been playing this week is... Um, I, I wouldn't even call it a game, really. I'd call it um, repetitive strain injury or, or something like that. And before <laughs> I start with it, 
I don't. I don't want to make it out that I'm some sort of crap gamer that moans because things are too difficult or they're too hard. You know, I've completed Ninja Gaiden one and two, and I also completed Ninja Gaiden Black, which was the add-on of completed Devil May Cry three on Dante Must Die mode before it was re-released and give, making it easier with the checkpoints. You know, I've completed some of the hardest games that are out there that, you know, have required real skill and patience. It's not like I'm one of the... One of the and that's not me bragging or saying, oh, I know good at games. It's just a 31-year-old who's been playing games for the best part of 25 years, um, just playing games and <clears throat> dedicating a lot of time to some of the more harder ones. I've, I played Dark Souls when it originally came out. Mm-hmm. Um on the Xbox 360, because obviously I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. Um, it was getting higher scores and stuff like that. Um, I played it on the PS3. Um, was No, it was Demon Souls, wasn't it, originally? I get the timeline yeah. confused sometimes. Yeah, Demon Souls yeah. came first. Yeah, so I played Demon Souls. And whilst I got what it was trying to do, I didn't necessarily think that it was skill a basis of skill i don't know if you two have played any of the dark souls or demon souls games no see i avoided them because immediately i was thinking like you said when i was looking at the sorts of gameplay that it is i was like that's just not for me no um so i just avoided it like you know and unless you someone's actually played it it's quite hard to explain my point of view um because it does seem that i'm just bitching or i'm being a bit of a tart um, but it's not. It's because I'm looking at the gameplay dynamics, uh, and I'm t- t- rather than just being annoyed with games, I give them a chance, and I try to rather than just listen to what everyone says. If I'm not enjoying a game, I try to dissect it and to understand why. I don't just say, "Oh, it's too hard. It's unfair." I try and look at why I'm not enjoying it. What is it about the game that is annoying me? That's frustrating me. And I could put it down to a few things, really. Um, I picked up Neo the other day. Um, Enter the Matrix. But... Path of Neo. <laughs> no, I did play that, though, Gareth. Okay. Um, and obviously it's in this same vein as Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, and this new game that's come out uh, set in sort of the future on a space station, which I forget what it's called now. Um and it is this kind of hard grind fest of a game. Um, I can understand why people like it and that's their kind of game, but what it is for me is if you think of a game as a circle and you're playing the same level over and over again and the only progress you're making is collecting points, using those points to level up, to make your next lap of the game that little bit easier. And you'll do it over and over and over again. And you eventually get to a level that's big, strong enough for you to actually make progress within the game. Now, the way I see it, from a developer's point of view, this is a dream come true. Because not only are you halting the player's progress, but you're able to build a level that could be bypassed within 10 minutes on any normal game, but keep the player in that level 
for the best part of five hours. <laughs> so when it comes to building levels and constructing levels and gameplay, you know, you're, you, it's the minimum of work. I'm not saying that they're lazy game developers, but for resources and sort of making games, you're having a laugh, really, because it's like building one track in Gran Turismo and just using that over and over again for the next five hours. <laughs> and that's what I do liken it to as a racing game because you're doing laps of the level over and over again. And you're seeing minimum progress. And for me, this is where my argument of skill versus grinding comes into it. Because mm. people will say, well, you are using skill, but then I'd put it to them that they are very unlikely to beat the first boss if they were to start with a level one character and go to that boss. Yeah. Because you have to upgrade your life. You have to unlock more and more weapons. You have to unlock more sort of magical equipment and magical skills. Uh, whereas in Devil May Cry, I got to a level where I could start the game again um, without any of the upgrades and still defeat a number of the bosses just using pure skill and not being touched. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference in... I say to someone, okay, never upgrade your character and yeah. defeat the game. Defeat the game. Start from that first level character and go throughout the whole game without dying or being touched or doing that. And they won't be able to do it. There'll be one or two people in the world that can do that, like speedruns and stuff. What, you think there is someone out there that can beat Dark Souls without touching any of their stats or their levels i genuinely think there will be yeah yeah the, the majority of people because majority of people do the speed ones don't really waste time leveling up yeah like the thing is like you liken it to a racing game i've always likened dark souls specifically to more like a guitar hero like it's okay. the same pattern of enemies every time <laughs> uh yeah you, once you have the level memorized you know exactly where every enemy is and how they're gonna yeah, behave same as if you play a Guitar Hero song like 20 times, you pretty much have it down. But yeah. then, you know, there'll be certain things you pick up that will inform you for the next song. Like you might be better at playing chords because you played that one song 20 times. Same as if you, like, when you're going around a corner in a Dark Souls game, you might expect something to jump out at you this time because it happened in the previous level. So, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you have every level perfectly memorised of a Dark Souls game, there's nothing that's going to surprise you if you run through the whole game at level one. Because you know where literally everything is. Because it's all scripted. Every single enemy in the entire world is on the same But script. why is that fun? It's not. I don't like Dark Souls games. I'm with you. <laughs> but what are the type of people that do? Who are these people that are all these games 9 out of 10 and stuff like that? And calling them masterpieces. What do they see? Hmm... I don't know. That's it. I reckon it is the challenge. It is the repetitiveness of the unforgiving, you know, gameplay where you have to learn the game. There's no whole, like, according to them. Like, there's no hand-holding. There's no... Oh, but it this can still be enjoyable, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I don't... I've Like I said, I can't judge. I've never personally played one because I looked I at all the... One. Yeah, but that's it. Because I've looked at it and I know that I'm not going to enjoy it. It's the same as Fallout. Like, I've never picked up a Fallout game because I've gone... I don't mind open worlds, but there's something up with this combat system that I'm not going to enjoy. I'm just going to hate this. 
Um, and it's the same for Dark Souls. I'm just going to hate this. That's why I didn't even look at Neo because I just went, I am going to hate this game. This is not something that I'm not even remotely going to have the patience to try and get good at. Like, you know, I don't want to play this. And it's true with speedruns, you can literally run through the game straight to the boss and Mm. you're not penalized for it. You all, it's almost as if to progress in the game, you have to fight the enemies that are there. You have to keep fighting them. You have to keep grinding and grinding. And it got to the point, I think I'm about 10 hours in, because I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Because I'm like, at some point... It's going to change. Gonna have, something's going to have to come to me where I think, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm. But it just doesn't. It's pain after pain after pain. And the only reason I beat the first boss is because... I would go and fight it, and I'd think, oh, it's quite close that time. Not, I'm going to give it another go, because I obviously wasn't skillful enough. It was like, if I raise my health a few more times, give yeah, myself a few yeah. more stats... In I guess I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to be able to beat it next time. It's the, it's the balance between grinding and skill level. Yeah. Where, you know, again, never played it. I would imagine that Dark Souls is a bit more skill, or... Like it's, it's all about said, timing, or, really. Yeah, or is Learning it just about character. timing? Is it yeah. is it more about like the guitar hero style? He's going to attack using that attack. I know that I need to dodge at this point, yeah. so that I can hit him. You know, it's less of like you said, it's less skill and it's more muscle memory of just I've done this and I've grinded so much that this just becomes second nature. Yeah. And it becomes so all-consuming that you just we want to get around this level. And when you die and you lose your souls, which are called Amaratu in this game, and then you have to go back to the same point to gather your souls again. Mm. I mean, they're such carbon copies of each other. I played Bloodborne as well. I gave Bloodborne about 15 hours before you just get to the point where you say, I'm not actually enjoying myself. I'm just... Yeah, this is a task now. This is a chore. <laughs> The game is a chore. It's a total chore to play. And you, you very rarely see any reward for the, the hours that you put in. And, yeah. you, you know, I think I'm at a really skillful level at it now. And I can, I'm on a level now where I can basically defeat all of the um, enemies in the game. Like Gareth said, I've memorised where they all are. I've memorised their attack patterns. I can, I can dismantle them quite easily. But when it gets to the, the boss... I'm just a little too underpowered at the moment to face them. Um, and I think that in itself just makes me think, no. There's, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not doing gonna, this anymore. I'm not going to do this for another hour so I can then be at a level to fight. And it's it, it, it's a strange one because, like I say, throughout the 10 hours that I've been playing Neo, I've probably been through... They've probably shown me enough level that would probably last about 10 minutes or 20 minutes in an average game. If it was something like Ninja Gaiden, like the cave system and stuff like that. Yeah. It wouldn't, probably wouldn't be any more than 10 minutes worth of level design. But because they've ranked up the difficulty in the hit point counter, yeah, you need to grind so that you can get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over and over and over again. It's like testing for bugs in a game. <laughs> That's literally what it feels like when they're doing the quality control test and they do a level <laughs> over and over and over again. That's literally what it feels like. <laughs> oh. 
Um, well, good luck to the people that know about the game and enjoy it. Obviously, if there's anyone out there that can actually tell me why <laughs> and show me, then I'm... I'll show me what I'm anyone. missing, because yeah, I've missed the point. I'm obviously missing something. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's just an endless cycle of... You know, I fail every day at what I do. I don't want to be playing games and failing still. <laughs> you know, true. I want to feel, like, good, and I want to feel rewarded for the time I put into a game. Um and I think it's that depression that I suppose it's kind of like gambling. You know, when you always feel like you need to be on top and you always need to be winning something in return to justify it. So I'll just give you one last sort of anecdote to show you what it's about. I was okay. I got home from work the other day and obviously I get about an hour's worth of game uh, to play. And I was playing it and I got about 10,000 of the Amaratsu points and you need about 10,000 10, or so to get one stat, one level up. Mm. Um, so I'm doing that, I'm playing it and I get cut down. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to have to go and now get my souls back. So I'm making my way back there and then just before I go to claim my souls back, I get hacked and I'm dead. That then means you lose everything. So... That makes me think, I've played this for an hour and I've made no progress whatsoever now because I don't have anything to invest in stats to level up. Um, I don't have anything else. So that makes you angry. So then you want to go back and you want to regain everything that you've got. So when you quit the game at that end of the night, you can say, I'm at a better place than I was ye yesterday when I was playing it. <laughs> I've made some progress. And I think it's always that wanting to do a little bit better than yesterday and being able to justify why you're playing it that keeps a lot of people playing it. Um, but yeah, it's it's not fun. Like, until May Cry 3, even though I pulled my hair out at times, I enjoyed playing that game. And um, when you, you, you can tell that someone's good by watching the way they play. I think when you watch someone play Demon Souls, as long as they've mastered it, uh, sort of memorize the level layout i don't think you could tell someone who's technically proficient at playing the game the difference between someone that's a relative newcomer because you pretty much have to do it in the same set way you yeah. can use a different weapon but you still need to follow the same patterns and deal about it, go about it in the same way yeah dodge strafe attack dodge strafe yeah. attack dodge yeah and it's yeah it's the same like memory pattern like you said uh, so what has our little mate Gareth been playing? You said you weren't playing nothing, but I bet you've been playing something. I've not been playing anything new. Uh, keep playing Dota because my friends play it. Um, Do they threaten you? Yep, yeah, they threaten me that they're going to chop off my willy. Oh dear. Oh. God, can't I be having PC that? PC gamers for you, oh, isn't it? I need my willy to, yep. it's a Dota to, for to you, have mate. sex it's with things. Game. Just um, things. And then <laughs> been playing more player unknowns battlegrounds. Uh, yesterday, me and my friend got to third out of fifty teams in a game. Oh, that was pretty decent. It was yeah. pretty good. And I'm you also... could say that bronze, couldn't you? Yeah, you could say that if you were bronze. mean. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've started doing this thing as well on battlegrounds where I'll go into a game, like a team game, and I'll just let it matchmaking me with random people and just turn my microphone on and just have a bit of banter with them while we 
run around the map and get shot at and never That's win. That's what gaming used to be about. Yeah. Yeah, just have a good time. No no one's like taking yeah. it seriously. Like, oh, I can't believe you fucking died this early into a game right now. We're all just having a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I must have had like six or seven people add me on Steam after just hanging out with them for 20 minutes. Oh, Gareth. So, and that says yeah. a lot about your character. Oh. And they probably nice. recognise you as the voice of the Game Central podcast. Yeah, they're probably, probably. like, wait, yeah. wait a second, isn't that the voice I hear before the fantastic video game music on the Game Central podcast? Yeah. No, I don't yeah. want to ask him because I don't want to make him feel embarrassed. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a celebrity. Let's just pretend that he's my mate and, yeah. you know, I don't know him from that video I watched him in. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not many people have seen that video. <laughs> if it's the one I think you. I'll say I'll say it, Gareth. Only us. Just yeah. Um, I swapped it to Rob, Rob for a remember? picture of his missus. Excuse me, Dave. This is Gareth's what he's been playing. No, no, it's Rob, not, by all means. It's not Rob, do you remember, section? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just about to say, like, because it is linked to what um, Gareth has just said. Is that do you remember? When, no, do you remember when we used to uh, no. go on to Xbox 360 online, Xbox Live, okay, and actually talk to people? Yeah, back in the day. And it back was in the so day good. when you could actually make friends online with without... enemies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half of the fun was just hearing people just insult you and insult being you, good. insult you. Yeah, and then. You would play them, and then they would insult you in the lobby again after, and then they're like, "We're gonna fucking kill you," and then you destroy them again, and then the biggest thing is to just see them all just drop out of the lobby. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, so, so I remember playing on Gears of War. Yeah, I think half of my friends list. I I looked through it the other day because uh, again, my all of my friends in my Xbox Live party was like. How many people in your friends list do you still talk to on Xbox Live? Now I've got like 110 friends, and I probably I probably communicate with 12 of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but all those people that I met online, like you know, and now it's gone to party only system, and nobody wants to chat shit to anyone. No, the only uh, uh, Xbox game I used to do that with was Skate Two. Oh, Skate 2, what a fucking game. Yeah, I would just play the Hall of Meat mode, which is where you just yes. crash and see how many of your bones you could break and you get score for it. Yeah. I would just play that, like, every fucking day. Like, it got to a point where there was about two months where every single month I was in the top ten in the world because that was <laughs> all I would play. And you'd start to okay. see the same people popping up in your games and you'd have a little chat to them. Uh, I still <laughs> have a few of those people on Xbox, but because I don't check that ever... I yeah, exactly. forgot about me. They're wondering where the fuck's Gareth gone. They're, they're listening to this now going, that's where I know his voice from. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that bastard. <laughs> the one that just kept flinging himself off a skateboard. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that game mode was some of the most fun I've ever had online. It was, it was ingenious. Oh, I loved it so much. If they brought that out on Steam Remastered, I would, I would buy three copies and send them to you guys. So in case you get a PC one day, there you, you would be able to download it. And you could do it on the HTC Vive. The Vi- yeah, Cause... crash a skateboard on a Vive would be terrifying. <laughs> no, no, you just fling yourself across the room, which would be lovely, into your TV, into your fucking mirror. Then I can get Dave to come over and put it back up and <laughs> oh, have yeah, sex yeah. with him when he does. No, drilling. No, we won't know. You can't just outright say have sex. You, you know, fucking hell, no. come on. You gotta give Dave subtle hints that he doesn't understand. Say, you gotta slowly give me hints. You gotta say, "Let's go bang." I'll be like, yeah. "No, no, 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 no." Say it in the way that is relevant to the drill. Can you screw it up hands. against the chimney? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For stuff like that. 
Let me screw um, it into the wall and all yeah. that, you know. Uh, am I drilling it hard enough? You know, that's that like sort that, of stuff. Yeah, that's the shit that I'm into. I'll sort of carry on. Yeah, uh, carry on innuendos. Whereas I'm into like I don't even twitch unless someone's felching someone else. <laughs> but they more of that innocent of carry on humour, where it's quite <laughs> harmless and fun. Do you like my four play TV? I mean four K. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> There we Slip go. The tongue. <laughs> um, well, that was absolutely lovely this week, guys. It's been a real pleasure to just spend time with you again. I, do you feel better now that you got all that moan off your chest about Neo? Do you feel? Do you feel like this has been a session? I just hope that Square Enix hears that and they buy Team Ninja and whatever, and then drop them. Bankrupt <laughs> <laughs> them. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a it's I wouldn't say it's a terrible game because it it plays well. It's got good mechanics, but it's just a horrible, horrible experience. And you know, I just it must be the same people that hang themselves off the ceiling by their nipples, <laughs> like those people. They that, it must be because I can't say no masochism. that level of yeah, and they're probably got a 12 inch dildo in their ass nipple clamps on and someone's spitting in their face and putting cigarettes out on their back while they're playing it <laughs> because it's not fun right until next week or the week after we just don't know what happens these days we're just free free guys that just go about their everyday business Indeed. and if it occurs it occurs Gareth, say bye. Bye. Dave, say bye. Bye. That was really nice.